today on American Game Day. It's the greatest weekend ever. We're going to be talking about what can impact the playoffs early and your week one predictions. American Game Day starts right now. It's the greatest weekend ever in college football. Week one! And it's not just because it's the first week. I mean, well, we had last week, but it, does it really count? There's not really any kicking. But the reason why this is the greatest weekend ever is because we got some really top 25 matchups. We got so many great games in opening week that it beats previous seasons. I can't wait to get started. It's this morning. Matter of fact, I'm recording this on Thursday morning, but you'll all see this Saturday morning. But anyway, welcome to American Day. I'm Rain Slater. Let's jump right into some headlines. Alright, we got some call football headlines for you, some breaking news. Uh, the Big 12 is now starting their media deal about a year and a half early, which is fine. I'm fine with it because they're getting ready, preparing for Oklahoma, Texas to leave. And they got four new teams coming in, four new schools, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF, and BYU. Good job for ESPN. Good job for the Big 12. And they're negotiating with the same uh, medias that they've done in the past. Fox and ESPN. Anyway, Brian Kelly is uh, the head coach for LSU now, in case you didn't know. And he doesn't want to tell anybody, especially Florida State, who their starting quarterback's going to be. Sounds interesting. But you want to know who doesn't release a death chart and not telling anybody who's well I mean he did tell us he's starting a quarterback but he didn't tell us who all is going to be on the roster and that's Texas Texas is not releasing a death chart for week one or not this season at all the whole season I am really confused how is the media going to deal with this that's so weird I, I don't know. And Anyway, and then last week, Scott Frost was in action against Ireland, Northwestern. Guess how much they lost by? Yeah. One possession. Again. That's seven straight for him. I think he's 5-21 and 21 when it comes down to one possession. A stupid onside kick. Why even make that call with the momentum? And TCU head coach is thinking about playing not one, not two, but three quarterbacks in one game. Yeah, you heard that right. I've heard coaches talk all the time about, 
Oh, I'm having a hard time deciding between two quarterbacks. Let's switch between. But three? Really? You can't narrow it down to two? Give me a break. I mean, really? You can't decide between three quarterbacks? You gotta narrow down your options. It's like you go back to school and you can't think of which one to pick between three. Anyway, let's talk about the game of the week. We got Notre Dame, Ohio State. 6.30 on ABC tonight. Big game. Going to majorly impact the playoff no matter what happens. Going to be a great game. Ohio State's got the best defensive coordinator in the business from Ohio Oklahoma State. Yeah, he went from OSU to OSU. Huh. And then Notre Dame, Marcus Freeman. Um, well, I mean, I kinda, they all have connections to Oklahoma State, basically. Based on last year's bowl game, which... Notre Dame should have won, and they blew it. And uh, it's going to be his first full season with Notre Dame. It's really, technically, his first game. So we'll see how he does and make adjustments off that loss. So it's going to be interesting to see how Notre Dame reacts. It's going to be a good one, and I can't wait to see it. A great way to start college football. Prime time! All right, so new games. North Carolina, Appalachian State. Now, in case you're wondering, it's at noon on the East Coast. And I, we go by Central Standard Time, just to let you know. But at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time, North Carolina, offense. I'm predicting them to show up and show up big. I, I predict they're going to score nearly 50 points. But, based on how they did Week 0... We'll just have to wait and see how their defense is going to play. I mean, allowing 24 points to Florida A&M, I mean, that's that's a lot. Especially if you don't have a good, power, high-powered offensive team like they do. But you never know if some team's going to figure that out. And Appalachian State's known for figuring that out. All right, afternoon games. we got Oregon and Georgia, another big game that's going to impact the playoffs. Now, the thing is, this game, the winner of this game will likely win their conference. And I am kind of siding with Oregon on this one. But I'll give you my pickups later. But um, this is a really good game, important game to see how can Georgia change from that. Both these teams are coming off of momentums from last year. Yeah, Oregon lost to Oklahoma in their bowl game. But, I mean, they, their head coach went to Miami. Now, they have a new head coach looking really good. And I can't wait to see what he does. It's going to be a really big game. And Georgia, defending national championship. They're, I mean, come on. You, he can't be more hype about this. I mean, if they lose to Oregon, they'll never hear the end of it. If they win... People are going to be like, all right, Georgia definitely going to be, once again, the team to watch again this year. All right, 2.30, Cincinnati, Arkansas, both really good top 45 teams. Now, the question here is, who's going to stand out? The winner of this game probably won't make a run for the playoffs, probably won't be in the playoff talk anytime soon. This season, especially Cincinnati, after losing a bunch of key players on offense that gave them the success. But, this is their chance to show that we're still hanging in. Hey, we might not be playoff contender, but we can still hang in with the Power Boys, the Power Five, 
this is their chance to show. Now, I will say that watch out for both these two teams. The winner of this game, especially even if the loser wins this game, one of them has the potential to pull off an upset where you do not expect it. Alright, let's move on to some evening, some primetime games. Number 7, Utah, going to get to Florida at 6 o'clock tonight. Big game for uh, the Pac-12. Their chance to knock off an SEC team that's kind of getting off a uh, rough past couple years. Now, Florida is really trying to rebuild over there, so they're definitely maybe wait for Florida to be back competitive in the SEC about two to three years. But this is also Florida's time to shine and say, hey, we're not going anywhere. We're going to beat a really good Utah team. And Utah's kind of like a roller coaster past few years where you don't know what there are. They had a really good success last year. Let's see if they can keep it up. Alright. Sunday at 6.30 tomorrow night. Got Florida State, LSU. Florida State did win big. They won 47-7. Their offense and defense did show up week zero. Let's see Brian Kelly. We haven't had a chance to see how he looks yet. It'll be great to see how that that would look. Now, the thing is, LSU really, I mean, really hasn't done, I mean, they're recruiting well, but for previous years, but for this year, lost a bunch of key players, and Brian Kelly, look, LSU looks like they're ready to go, but we'll just have to wait and see Sunday night. Again, week one, is really weird because, I mean, we're predicting how these teams are going, but we really don't know until, like, the first couple weeks. All right, Monday at 7, we got number 4, Clemson versus Georgia Tech. Can Dabo Suido get his team together, finally, after a, a weird season last year? Let's see if he can get the things rolling once again. All right, because, I mean, yeah, he lost the... His offense and defensive coordinator to other schools. Let's see if he can... For being ranked number four, I'm quite surprised being that high after losing a bunch of key players. Alright, earlier this week, Down in Distance came out discussing Week Zero recap. Take a listen. Florida State looks like they're back. Kind of. They won 47-7. Won by 40 points. Big win. North Carolina... 56-24 over Florida A&M. That's a big number right there. But again, you'll have 24 points. So, I mean, it's hard to say. But, hey, your offense is pretty good. Now let's see some better defense. I know it's the first game, but let, let's actually see some defense there. And UTEP getting upset after a great season last year. One of their best seasons ever. North Texas. Pulls up the upset, winning 31-13. I think North Texas is going to win their conference. And the surprising news of Saturday. Vanderbilt finally won a game against Hawaii. 63-10. to 10. Yeah, you're see that's not a typo. That's 63 points for Vanderbilt. Yeah, I know. And they're the guest to Hawaii. I was really expecting the party the whole time to get destroyed because I was really hyped about Hawaii, but not anymore. I want to see how Vanderbilt does the rest of the season now. All eyes are on you. And the game, the game, this is the game.
Nebraska and Northwestern. This is really the game of week zero, which I told you all to look at, watch this one closely, and it was no surprise at all that it was one of the best games that week. Boy, Nebraska losing 28-31. to I'm honestly shocked that they lost because they had a momentum of 14 and they do an onside kick. Now, as I said earlier, I know I mentioned they did the onside kick and he does mention the bad choice. I shouldn't have done that. But it's a horrible execution. It's week one. It's game one. Why do you do that? You have no film on them yet. I mean, I guess, I mean, it surprised everyone, I guess, but it didn't fool Northwestern, apparently. Well, I mean, you can't fool Northwestern when you kick it right to the hands. All right? The running back. Really? All right, you can listen to Down and Distance or watch it on YouTube every Monday at 6 o'clock, recapping the previous week of college football. And I'll also be discussing some NFL news as week one is just getting underway next week. So... Be a lot to talk about, but anyway, down the distance, check it out. And also, my Slayer Report podcast every Monday at six o'clock. I'll just be recapping it, basically my discussion uh, college football. I'll call, talk about other sports, but mainly it's just me talking about oh, not really my life, but really just just anything, probably mainly sports, but. Um, yeah, just just based on what I saw the Saturday, the the weekend, and just just really discussing, going on rants on what I saw, just complaining about weird things I saw and coaches what they did, and you know the first Monday of every month we got new episodes of Hot Seat. So this coming this next month next episode is Monday at six thirty. So yeah. Next Monday is going to be a big, big lineup. We got, I got three shows coming out. So I'm going to be really, really busy. And I got a new computer that um, going to help me with this. That's, and you can listen to more about that on, on my uh, Slay Report podcast. And also, check out our website. You can see all the great things that we do. I got a new article that... Um, we posted just previous week about the uh, week zero recap. That I got more things playing on coming out. Also, check out the teams that we follow. We got some news headlines for those. And if you want to know what games we're going to be talking about every week on American Game Day, the big games, you can just check out on um, go to our college football page and you can see all the scores of the games we talk about. All right, now on to some NFL news. Or some games to watch for week one, September 8th. Coming up, it's coming up big. Now we got Buffalo and the Rams. The big game, the first game of the season. September 6th, September 8th, I'm sorry. At 7.20 NBC, primetime game too. Wow. Really big game. I can't wait to see it. The Rams just coming off the Super Bowl win. And the Buffalo... Looked really great last year. They're improving. I'm actually siding with Buffalo in this game. And also, there's other some key games out there. We got Cleveland versus Carolina. Oh, yeah. 
Baker Mayfield playing the formal team week one, and Deshaun Watson nowhere to be seen because he's suspended for 11 games. I've got Carolina winning that game, and the Jets versus the Tennessees. This is September 9th, or the Sunday game. No, wait. September 10th. Hold on. Give me just a second. The Sunday is September 11th. That's right. So, big game. I am actually side with the Tennessee based on how they performed this year. Yeah, they had some disappointing losses last year, especially in the playoffs. But I am siding with Tennessee and Tampa Bay and Dallas. That's going to be a really big game down there because Tom Brady's coming back out of retirement. Dallas is uh, still the Dallas that we remembered, and I'm actually siding with Dallas in this game. Don't tell me why. I'm not a, I'm a Dallas fan or anything, but uh, I'm actually also a Kansas State fan. I really don't root for teams. I root for players, but uh, I, for some reason, I feel like Dallas can win this upset. I don't know. All right, let's. Talk about the college football playoff talk now. The college football playoff is now thinking about expanding to 16 teams now. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder how that's going to go down. But the question is who, but that's going to be a discussion for another side. But the question is who's going to be the four teams going to the playoff this year? Well, I'm here to discuss that now. And uh, according to my rankings, I've got. Ohio State, Alabama, Utah, and Baylor in the playoffs in that order. But the AP poll has Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson. If you ask me, that is strange because um, how in the world is Clemson in the playoffs after the success they had last year? No success at all. I mean... Yeah, they went to a bowl game, but you go compared to previous years where they made the playoffs. Seems like a downside to me. But uh, I think for I mean maybe eventually later in the season when we get to like mid October, early November. Yeah, sure, go ahead and put them at at four if they're still undefeated. But I mean that's a little high. Georgia, I think that's still a little high too. Yeah, you want to probably likely put them at I probably the highest I. Probably what I like to put them at is four. If you want to really copy them, yeah, because they're national championship. But, I mean, they're not the same team they were last year. They lost a lot of key players. Yeah, they have their same offense, but they weren't an offensive team. They were a defensive team. The highest I had Georgia is six. Because, again, I probably would have likely had them lower. But, again, they're defending national championships. So, I mean, still, they got to work their way up. And I like how the way Baylor played last year. They're, they won the Big 12 last year. I know by inches, but they still won it. I mean, that was a great gift to stop there. And they won their bowl game against um, Old Miss. Great game. They're getting stronger and better. They got majority of their starters coming back. They're key players. I don't know why AP poll has them all the way down to number 10. Yeah, Oklahoma's ranked higher than them. Yeah! I know Oklahoma is number nine, just one spot ahead of them. I think they're thing. But I mean, Oklahoma State's twelve in the AP poll. I mean, yeah, Oklahoma's got Brad Venables, a great team coming in. But I mean, it's gonna take me a year or two to get things back rolling in Oklahoma again. 
the highest I have Oklahoma is 13, which I feel like that's where Oklahoma State was at. How is Oklahoma State in 13? Or I mean 12 in the AP poll. I have them at 25. They lost their defensive coordinator to Ohio State, which Oklahoma State had great defense last year. They're number one in the Big 12 in defense. Only right up there in the league, but they lost a bunch of key players, key starters on defense, and a bunch of key players on offense, too. So, they're not the same team they were last year. I'm not expecting some success. What I will say, would most likely, 90% see Baylor the Big 12 Championship again. Will they see Oklahoma State? Maybe. They, they gotta earn it, though. OU, they gotta earn it. We might... Not even see OU or Oklahoma State in the Big 12 tournament. We might see Baylor versus, oh, Kansas State. Or I don't even think Texas would even be up there either. And that's about my ranking. Let's talk about what the AP poll thinks. Or because the selection committee actually reached the rankings. And I think the last week of October or going to be the first week of November. I don't know. They sw- Every year it's back and forth, but it's somewhere in that area. Um, but they got A&M at 6, Notre Dame at 5, Utah at 7, Michigan at 8, I already told you Oklahoma 9, Baylor's at 10, Oregon's at 11, Oregon's OSU's at 12, NC State. Oh, finally! Uh, ACC team, NC State. Now, I know some of you are like, well, Clemson's at four. Well, I don't believe that Clemson should be at four. They're they're going to drop early. I have a feeling that they're going to drop. Even if they win, they're going to do what they did at Oklahoma last year where they may win close games and they'll still drop them because uh, it's not as great as you thought. NC State, I really think they should be ranked higher. They they really, I think NC State deserves to be in the top ten. But we'll just have to wait and see. They might just have to earn it. Alright, and now, that that's enough of my playoff talk right now. Um, oh, well, I mean, I guess I can go ahead and go over a group of five teams, answer a question. Will a group of five teams make the playoff this year? Cincinnati, Houston, I mean, Houston is ranked 24, Cincinnati is 23. That's a weird place to put them. I feel like Houston is the better team here. Now, I'm not saying that a group of five teams is going to make the playoff. No. I don't, even, I, think, I don't even think we're going to have two SEC teams in. I think my prediction right now is we're going to have one SEC team, one Pac-12 team, one Big Ten team, and it's going to come down to the Big 12 and the ACC. I don't think we're going to have two for the same conference in the playoffs. Anyway, enough playoff talk. Let's go to some uh, predictions for the rest for this week. It's now time for the joke of the week. Yeah, that's right. I got a new segment out here on College Football American Game Day. The joke of the week. It's where I'll pick a ranked versus non-ranked team. That a game that you probably wouldn't expect that I probably likely would not lose. I mean, like, you expect this ranked team to win, no matter what it takes. So, every week, I'll pick a team that, a ranked team versus a ranked team that I expect to win. Now, if they lose, they lose a point. Now, if I win, I get a win. I'm, 
So this week I'm di- going with USC to win this game against Rice. Saturday at five o'clock. I can't wait to see how we can ride with you over there. I mean, yeah, USC is kind of a joke right now, but I mean, I really think that this may be the only time that they're featured in this in here because I think that. There's going to be a time where later in the season where they won't be ranked, and I will be picking against them to lose. Now, if they win, now, if they lose that, well, it goes get my previous statement that I've been saying all. You can listen to my Slavery 4 podcast about USC. But, um, yeah, I really don't see much hope about USC right now, especially for their first couple of seasons. Lincoln Riley's got some work to do. Yeah, he's not, they're not going to become a superstar their first year. He's got work to do. So, it'll be interesting to see. If Rice wins that game, I'm going to laugh my head off. And I will gladly take the loss there. Anyway, let's jump right into the afternoon. It's our pickup for the week. Alright, first pick, North Carolina, Appalachian State. I got North Carolina winning this game. I feel like they're going to be really great. They're also going to show up. I think their defense will will see some improvement, not too lot because it's still week one. But I got North Carolina winning this game big. Alright, Oregon and Georgia, another tough game. But I think I'm going to go with the upset here, the underdog. I got Oregon winning this game, and it's going to come down, I think it's going to come down to the last play, all right, but I feel like Georgia offense, again, Georgia defense, yeah, they're really good, this is going to be a low-scoring game, by the way, but, because um, these are two really good defense coming in, but I feel like Georgia's offense, yeah, they're coming in, they're returners, but they're still going to be mistakes, because they are a young team, and they will make mistakes. So I'm expecting Georgia to either have, I'm expecting a interception, and Oregon is going to win it off that interception. Next game, Cincinnati, Arkansas. I got Arkansas winning this game, winning this game big. I think they're going to blow Cincinnati out of the water. Arkansas is going to beat the team to watch in the SEC and potentially pull off some key upsets this year. If you're wondering, oh, what's going to be the biggest upset this year that people are going to be talking about? Arkansas is going to be that team featured. I don't know which game, but it will be Arkansas. Number 7, Utah, Florida, 6 o'clock tonight. Going to be a big game for the Pac-12, and they're going to win it, and they're going to win it big. I'm going to, I got Utah winning by, I got 17 points, because I don't see Florida having much success this year. Alright, next game, Florida State, LSU. Going to be a big game for these two teams. Sunday at 6.30. I got LSU. I know Florida State's offense looks really great, but I got to go with LSU in this game. I know that Brian Kelly will get it done tomorrow, but it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. Florida State will put up a battle, but we'll just see. Can Florida State pull up the upset? It's going to be close. Now, if this was a line, LSU negative three, I I still think that Florida State might cover that game. All right, Clemson, Georgia Tech, another big game Monday night for, uh, well, uh, not really a big game, just the only game Monday night because they got to have five straight days. But I got Clemson in this thing. Devil's Widow 
will get it done. He will get it done really well. Alright, it's now time for the game of the week! For week one of college football! Of course, we got Notre Dame, Ohio State, primetime, 6.30 on ABC! It's gonna be quite a defensive game, and I can't wait to see it. Low scoring! No offense! Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going with the team that shows out. The team that knows how to play. The team that's been here before. Well, I mean, it's two versus five. These are good college football teams. Good chemistry together. It's going to come down really close. It's going to come down to the wire. It, it might come down to whoever has the ball last. And I am picking... Ohio State to win this game. I think you all knew it. They're my number one team right now. There's no doubt I'm picking Ohio State to win this game. Alright, thank you for watching American Game Day. The first big week college football. The greatest weekend of college football. Thank you for watching on American Game Day on YouTube. We'll be back next week to discuss all of college football. And I got... Top 10 plates, and that was trash coming too. Thanks for watching. Have a nice day.